Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Dictionary of Moments podcast. My name is Jason Geary. I'm your author, host and reader. Settle in. I've got three brand new stories for you. to the Dictionary of Moments podcast. If you are just joining the podcast, let me tell you a little bit about what the Dictionary of Moments is. Basically, I'm trying to write an entire dictionary's worth of super short stories. In fact, moments from stories. So when you open the dictionary, you look up a word, and not only do you find the meaning for that word, but you also find a piece of short fiction inspired by that word and that meaning. It's as simple as that. Uh, I've been cracking out three new stories a week, uh, and uh, I think I'm doing all right in terms of getting them over the line. Uh, I've got three new stories for you this week, so let's get straight into it. Story time. Erase, verb, to rub out, remove all traces of, destroy or obliterate. Erase. I look at myself in the bathroom mirror. Hair, good. Teeth, whoa. Poppy seed from lunch, that won't do, so I pick it out with my thumbnail. I spit it into the sink and grin at myself again. Perfect. Well, as perfect as I get. You got this, I say to myself. I put my hand into my pocket and pull out the ring case. I flip it open and it feels like the room just got brighter. Diamonds catch and refract the hard downlight of the bathroom and bounce it off the walls. Today, after several tries across multiple timelines, I get to ask her to marry me. It's she's all. I've ever wanted. Now here, in her favourite restaurant, I finally get the girl. Finally. I told her I'd get her back when she broke up with me for the first time. She said, I will never be yours again. I told her that nothing would stop me from getting her back, and I meant it. She's broken my heart so many times in so many timelines that I'm trying really hard not to gloat as I ask her. I win. I always do. I walk out into the restaurant, and she's looking out the window at the sunset. It is putting on a show as it dips beyond the ocean horizon. She catches movement in her periphery and turns to look at me. In the soft golden light, she looks like an angel. 
is like the light is coming from inside her, not bouncing off the ocean. It may well be. Who knows? I walk steadily towards her and she sees my change of energy. I dip down onto one knee as I arrive at the table and present her with the ring. She lets out a tiny squeal of surprise and the attention of the entire restaurant is on us. She is glowing as I ask her the question, Emily, will you marry me? She cries and nods. No words coming to her in this moment. She is glowing. Brighter. And brighter. No. Shit, no. She continues to radiate light. I put my hand in front of my face as I stand up. The onlookers cover their eyes. The intensity of the light gives them no choice. No. No. Not now. I squint and stare through the blinding white light. I can see her withering, folding into herself. Fold by fold, she gets smaller. Tiny triangles falling off her fractals, folding fast. Her grip on this reality is lost. Or rather, it's been taken from her. The light inside her fades as does she. The light intensifies, then blinks out. She has blinked out. She's gone. Time has been adjusted. I sit at my table alone. To the people sitting in this restaurant around me, I've always been alone. The adjustment has realigned everything. She never existed here. Blinked out. I lean back in my chair, bested, wondering where I went wrong. I notice the waiter standing at the table with a tray. Excuse me, sir. I hope you don't mind the intrusion, but I have been instructed to give you this. He bent down and placed a glass full of whiskey and a small envelope on the table. Thank you, I said, and he took his leave. I look around the restaurant for a sign of myself. Another me must have done this. I'm nowhere to be seen. Damn. I rip open the envelope and recognize Emily's handwriting. You will not win. You will never have me. It took me a while to find you in this dimension, but when I saw how close you were, I had no choice but to go back and kill myself, to, uh, to kill her. Stop making me destroy myself. Come back to our timeline. Let's end this once and for all. M. Oh, she found me. She can't be far away. I get up and walk out through the kitchen, ignoring the cries telling me I couldn't and I throw open the back door into the alleyway, half expecting to find Emily, my Emily, standing there. I didn't. I find a newspaper cutting stuck to the wall opposite the kitchen. It is dated ten years earlier. It has a beaming picture of Emily. This dimension, Emily. 
the one who had just blinked out. Above the picture was a huge headline, Drowning Tragedy Unexplained. The article spoke of the day Emily, this Emily, had died. She'd been snagged and pulled underwater. When she floated to the top, her neck was broken and her lungs were full. Shit, Em. If you're going to kill your other selves, at least make it quick for them. I do. I look at my watch. How did she find me? I... I must have been careless. I do get careless when I'm falling for her. I tap a code into my watch and blink out of the alleyway. Here I float in space-time. I'm faced with infinite echoes of her. Face her. Hmm. I will. And I will win. Innocent or unsophisticated young woman. Ingenue. She just drank her tea. The world passing her by, she didn't understand the urgency. This perceived pressure that people put upon themselves made it no sense. The sun warmed her shoulders while the breeze refreshed them. A wave of tiny goosebumps rippled across her skin. She looked at her forearm. The bumps looked like a star field. She mapped the constellations and named them all. She took another sip of her tea and sat there. The world just passing her by. Verb, to say something in a solemn and emphatic manner. Declare. Is there any other business? No, good. All right, well, that's it for today then. Jerry cleared his throat and raised his hand. It snapped Michael out of his end-of-meeting spiel. Ah, look, I'm sorry, Jerry. Look, we're pretty much done for time here. Can it wait? Everyone else in the meeting room began to stand up and collect their things. Jerry spoke softly. Well, actually, I just wanted to talk about Michael's assistant was already shoving open folders under his nose. Sorry, Jerry. Look, can you put it in an email? I got to get to this client briefing. Michael didn't wait for an answer and headed towards the door. There was an almighty thud that stopped everyone in their tracks. The room turned to find Jerry with both fists on the table. Jerry spoke in his usual soft tone, but his words cut with unusual clarity. No, I don't want to put it in an email, Michael. I would like to be heard here in the meeting on the record. So sit the fuck down and listen. Michael hit back. Jerry, 
my office now. The entire room froze. The only movement was Jerry slowly standing upright, taller than most had ever seen him stand. His eyes were locked with Michael's, and Michael was slowly turning pink. He was doing his best not to explode into a violent rage. Jerry broke the silence. No, Michael, I will not. What I have to say needs to be heard by everyone here. I am not a confrontational man. In fact, right now, I am the most uncomfortable I have ever been. But you know that, don't you, Michael? You prey on that. Trying to avoid moments like this. Ever since I started here, my life has gone to ruin. I can't shake the feeling of being here when I go home. I wear this place home like a blanket. Sometimes I manage to shake it, but when I do, before I know it, it's time to walk back in here again. I know you won't hear this how you should. I know you are not in a place where you will understand what I am telling you. I'm not sure you'll ever be. Empathy is not a skill you possess. You can't just burn people out and discard them. We're worth more than that. I'm worth more than that. And I refused. I refuse to submit to it any longer. Sure, you'll replace me, probably with someone in this room, some eager up-and-comer. You can never replace me, Michael, because only I am me. You can get someone else to do this job. I'm sure you will, but you'll never have it done the way I did it. With compassion and understanding and a generosity that you're incapable of understanding, I made you look good. And all I wanted in return was some goddamn respect. I woke up this morning and in a moment of clarity, I realized that will never come. Are you listening, people? If this is what you're working for, you know that this man will never give that to you. You won't get respect. He doesn't realize that while he may have built this company, it relies on you and I to lie to everyone, clients, Manages each other to keep the facade in place. Each of you know the truth. We each bought into this lie. And today I I say that I'm worth more than this. And you all know you are too. Michael exploded. Jerry, you're fired. Someone get this fucking guy out of here. No one moved, except Jerry, who calmly walked out of the meeting room with a smile on his face. A smile? Oh, it had been a while. Well, 
there you have it. Three new stories for you this week. I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, there's a, a whole bunch to chew on there. Uh, please, if you have any feedback, you can hit me up on Instagram. You can follow Dictionary of Moments on Instagram. I put little covers up of each of these stories, uh, a little drawing uh, for each one, and you can see them on there as well. You can also uh, contact me at podcast at Dictionary of Moments. Um, that uh, email is available for you as well. If you have a word that you'd like to me to write a story about, please send it through. Uh, I do like having uh, words as prompt that I haven't chosen or that other people have. Uh, so please send it through. I'd like to thank the Heartstrings Project for their beautiful music. Uh, they have generously donated it to the podcast. So please hit them up. You can find links to their YouTube and their Spotify in the notes of this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 19. Uh, next is episode 20. And uh, I'm, uh, you know, I feel like I'm in a, a good stride here. So please uh, hop on to Apple Podcasts, uh, give me some stars uh, and rate it. That is always a great thing you can do. Tell a friend. Uh, if you're, any of your friends love listening to audiobooks, uh, uh, then hopefully they'll enjoy these stories as as well. Uh, so please uh, share the podcast. That would be amazing. I will talk to you next week. Until then, stay safe and good luck out there. Follow you blindly, my eyes.